Wednesday, July the 29th. But I gotta, I gotta actually be honest. I'm actually recording this late on Tuesday, July the 28th. So before I get into anything else, I have to, to give a, a happy anniversary shout-out to my girlfriend, Stephanie. It has now been two years since we went on our first date. And, you know, we have a uh, little Milo there who's you know, eight and a half months old now. I, you know when you just know, you know when you meet someone and you can just tell immediately they're going to be a big part of your life. That was exactly how I felt right off the bat um, after the first time we hung out. And I could just tell, I, you know, posted a little bit about it earlier today on social media. I, when you're with someone like that, that you are, you love being around every day and that's your best friend and someone that you're in love with, you forget what your life was like before them. You you really do, and I, and that's kind of been the case for me too. I I just remember being around her now uh, so much and uh, and enjoying it that I forget what things were like even before that. So, uh, happy anniversary to Stephanie, who I love very very much. So we move from something happy to something a little bit sad before I um, I get into the rest of the show. I just want to let you know this week, maybe the next week and or two, there probably won't be as many guests. I'm still gonna. Discuss a lot of the topics We're going to do a lot of Cover a lot of racing From Saratoga, Del Mar, Canterbury In this show We're going to have Saratoga, Canterbury We're going to cover everything Going on in baseball and basketball But my big dog Rolly My big boxer He's really struggling He's not doing very well So I'm not going to schedule Any interviews Because I I don't want to have to cancel them If something happens I'm going to be doing Trying to do my best To keep a, a good eye on him the next uh, the next couple weeks and really uh, really spend some time with him because he's he's old and he's just really starting to to, to struggle and um, and and I want to be around him as much as possible so we might get a little shorter shows but we'll still cover all the the topics that we do and uh, everything going on in the world of baseball everything going on in the the world of basketball which which opens up in just a few days baseball season now we're four or five games through for most teams we're going to give you an update on everything going on in the world of baseball so. Stick with us. We'll have some some shows no matter what. But uh, just keep in mind if you're if there aren't as many guests around, that's that's why I don't want to have to schedule stuff with people, cancel that, and move and, and work around them. I know with myself, I can at least record things and have on my own schedule when I when you know late or early or, or anything like that. So we're gonna talk some baseball. We're gonna talk some Saratoga for Wednesday. We're gonna talk some Canterbury for Wednesday. Pick five. We're going to talk some Saratoga for Thursday, Canterbury Thursday, pick five, a little little brief preview of what's coming uh, with the NBA coming up, but lots of horse racing here, and uh, we'll talk about the first week or so in baseball. Before we get to that, we got to talk a little bit about Stable Duel. So our friends at Stable Duel, we've been having contests all over the place. They are tons of fun to get involved in, and we had Del Mar contest last week for the first time that we could play in. Now on Wednesday, July the 29th, three different tracks you can get involved in for Stable Duel contests. You've got Emerald Downs you can play for $5 entry fee, guaranteed pools of 250. You got a $5 entry fee in the contest at Lone Star, guaranteed pools of 250, and you got a $10 entry fee over at Delaware Park with a guaranteed pool of 500. Those are on Wednesday. On Tuesday, they had Colonial Downs, so a Tuesday track for the first time. Stable Duel continues to grow. You've, you've heard me talk about it. What is Stable Duel? Stable Duel is fantasy horse racing. It's daily fantasy horse racing. So what you do is, for every one of these contests, you have a $50,000 salary cap that you have to fill. You have 10 horses that you can fill, and horses are assigned an amount based on what their morning line is. So if a horse is 2-1, to 7-5, 8-5... They're going to be 
they're going to cost you a lot more than a horse that's 15 or 20 to 1 that costs you very little. You have to mix and match your lineup throughout the races and whoever you, you get points when your horse is finished in the top 5, you get extra points based on horse um, by by lengths won by in in the position in each position and you get negative points taken away if your horses don't finish well and if they're they're, you know, way behind. So I I really had a lot of fun with this contest A lot of the feedback out there has been great If you have any questions We've had segments where we go through building our lineup On the next episode We're going to do that for some of the weekend contest We will go through how to build some of your lineups And go through race by race by race But for Wednesday if you have any questions Feel free to reach out to me You can play at Delaware You can play at Lone Star You can play at Emerald for just $5 A couple of pointers I, I give you If you're playing at a racetrack You have 10 slots to fill If that track has 10 races throughout the day Just pick one horse in each race What it does is it gives you the opportunity To maximize your points Even if there's a race or two that you don't like You want to give yourself a chance to win Every single race You just want to know that if you have the best Possible lineup You're going to win that's the way I've played it so far And I've done pretty well You know, um, We've had some uh, plenty of top 10 finishes I think uh, the closest was a really Solid second where I had a lead And just missed So love playing in these contests You can get involved for just 5 bucks Maybe it's a day where you don't have a ton of money You only you only have a, a little spend Maybe you don't have really any money at all to bet But you can put 5 or 10 bucks in Deposit it and then you can have action all day long what ends up happening a lot of times too is you look at the the you know the contest and you fill out your lineup and you you have a couple of these horses in your lineup and then you see their prices and you end up playing them individually you play more money on the tracks a lot of times too so it can it can serve you both ways uh, if you have any questions at all about how to build your stable dual lineups let me know you download the app make sure you you fund put a put a few bucks in and then whatever uh, the entry fee costs make sure you have that in there Stable duel play race win. You're going to be hearing about that, and that's what G said all the time. Let me know if you have any questions about stable duel. Baseball season. We are five games or so into this shortened sixty game season, and we're going to hopefully keep our fingers crossed that the games will continue to be played because we have had a scare already. With the Florida Marlins, My, let's talk a little bit about them. The uh, well, I guess they're what the the Miami Marlins nowadays. So the Marlins games have all been postponed through Sunday. Miami's next six games that began with Tuesday's Tuesday night's home game against the Orioles have been postponed. The quote is, it's most prudent to allow the Marlins time to focus on providing care for their players and planning the baseball opera- their baseball operations for a resumption early next week. Marlins have moved to daily testing and will remain in Philadelphia, where they played last weekend as they gather more information. This is a reading from an ESPN article. We continue to take this situation very seriously, Jeter said. And postponements were announced Tuesday night. In the series of scheduling changes evolving for other teams The Orioles, who were scheduled to host the Marlins in a two-game series Instead, will host the Yankees for games on Wednesday and Thursday The Yankees were supposed to play the Phillies in Philadelphia on Tuesday That game was officially postponed out of an abundance of caution The Phillies were also supposed to play games Wednesday and Thursday in New York against the Yankees 
they're going to be traveling to Baltimore instead. The Washington Nationals were supposed to play a three-game series starting Friday in Miami against the Marlins. National players voted against playing the Marlins earlier Tuesday, according to multiple reports in ESPN. Four additional members of the Marlins tested positive Tuesday, which brings the total of 17 members of their traveling party that have tested positive in the last few days. So baseball announced it has conducted more than 6,400 tests since this past Friday. No new positives among on-field personnel from the other 29 teams besides the Marlins. So obviously that's the most important thing to discuss the schedule, some we have to keep our fingers crossed and hope that this was a little bit of a wake-up call for baseball. They seem like they were doing everything pretty well, and in, in most other cases so far they have. But that's what happens. You get a little bit lazy. You get uh, and I don't think in many cases it's people even that are saying, I don't care, I want you know, not a big deal. I think it's it's these habits, right? You play baseball, you're used to high fiving and Celebrating, talking it just It's just things that you've been doing for, for so long And they're not part of And then immediately they have to be cut out It's hard to do that It's just a habit that you've developed for such a long time So let's talk about some of the actual games So Teams now with some of these cancellations Have played anywhere from 3 to 5 games In the American League Over in the East the Rays have started off quickly. How about the uh, they're four and one, and how about the Orioles? They've already won two games. That's, that's more than people would have thought this team uh, would have won in a, in a week or so. So they they start out two and one. Yankees are two and one. The Blue Jays pick up uh, three wins early. They're three and two, and a slow start for the Red Sox. They are one and four, and uh, a couple teams that I was really high on. They really got out of the box slowly We get to the AL Central I, I thought the White Sox And a lot of people were high on the White Sox With some of the moves they made They are 1-4 You gotta be careful in a short season like this You, you don't want to get too far behind early They're chasing the 4-1 and one Indians They're already 3 games behind the Indians And Minnesota's 3-1 and one. And then the Tigers already picked up 3 wins And uh, the Royals are 2-3 and three. So the White Sox at the, the bottom of that AL Central In the West... After losing on Tuesday night to the Dodgers, the Astros are three and two. The Oakland A's are three and two. The Angels are two and three, and the Rangers are one and three. The Mariners are, Mariners are one and four. And in over in the National League East, the Marlins pick up a couple wins. So teams that we weren't sure if how many wins they were going to get in in some uh, in a short year like this. How about Baltimore already picking up a couple wins? How about Detroit already picking up three wins? And you already get uh, the Marlins picking up two, but they won't be playing, as mentioned, now for uh, about a week. Mets are three and two. Braves are two and three. Phillies are one and two. And the Nationals, not uh, not doing well without Soto, and they struggle getting out of the box one and four to start. Cubbies, great start for them. Four and one through their first five. Cardinals are two and two. The Brewers are two and three. Pirates are two and three. Another team that I and many others were high on, Cincinnati Reds, like them, like the White Sox, both of these teams get out of the box really slow at one and four. Padres, they're four and one. Team could easily be five and zero. Oh. They uh, blew a late opportunity in their in their loss. They have a plus fourteen run differential in their five games. 
Rockies start out three and one. Dodgers pick up the win over the Astros. They're three and two. Giants are two and three, and the Diamondbacks are two and three. Dodgers, they, it was disappointing for them to get out of that Giant series with a split two, uh, two and two. They won the first two games and absolutely crushed the Giants, and then it felt like they relaxed a little bit. They had four base runners get thrown out on the base paths before the fifth inning. In one of their losses And they had two close losses to the Giants In games that they had a lot of opportunities And just couldn't couldn't break through So you, you didn't want to lose to the Astros And the Dodgers did not They capitalized, they had a big inning And if you missed it There was a fun little half inning Where Joe Kelly came into pitch And he threw A ball behind Bregman And then when Bregman was on first After he walked Kelly threw over to first a couple times um, I actually, if you follow me on Twitter I, I posted, uh, retweeted a video That was really funny of somebody recapping the whole thing And slowing it down and pointing out What the players said back and forth to each other It ended up where Joe Kelly strikes out Correa, gets out of the inning And they're just jabbing at each other as they're walking Off the field, both the team's benches Clear, nothing really happens They get close, sort of close to each other But they're just a lot of pointing and talking so, just a few games in, the Astros already getting into it. Baseball is back, fiery, and I had a I had a great time watching that. So sports are back right now. A lot of you that are listening like to to play fantasy sports. I like to do so. I like to play a lot of daily fantasy, especially in a season like this. You want to play. Sometimes um, the daily games are are a little bit easier to get a read on, and if you haven't. Checked out one of the new apps that's based around DFS. Check it out. It's called Thrive Fantasy. Right now, you can get a really cool bonus if you use a promo code GINO. If you deposit $20, you'll get an instant $20 bonus credit right back. So if you put in $20, boom, it's instantly $40. You can go around and check out all the different contests. What they do is you have a, a lineup that you build around a list of props. For each contest, you choose the amount of props and then a couple in case of emergency props. And each prop will have an over-under point value assigned. You're going to be rewarded that point value if the prop is correct. For example, will Tom Brady throw for over or under 250 yards? It'll say if he throws for over, you'll get 100 points. If he throws for under, you'll get 80. And that's how you pick your lineup. Go check it out. Navigate the app. This week, they have... MLB contest, baseball contest every day, $1,500 guaranteed in prizes each and every day. Get in those contests. They have golf, $3,000 guaranteed for the Thursday contest. NBA, $7,500 guaranteed for Thursday opening night. Esports, free prizes. Soccer, they have prizes. Sign up, give it a look. Don't forget, G I N O promo code to deposit 20. You get an instant 20 bonus, and it helps me look good. For, uh, for one of the sponsors Puts a few bucks back in my pocket too Thrive Fantasy, check it out I get the, I play in a lot of those contests So you'll be playing against me Thrive Fantasy, promo code Gino Deposit 20, you'll get that $20 bonus Right on back Let's talk a little Wednesday horse racing Let's get over to Saratoga first I'm going to have a horse uh, I'll give you a play in the 3rd, the 4th The 6th, the 7th, and the ninth. Some thoughts on those races So let's uh, get your past performances out For July the 29th And let's tune to race number 3 
And I'm, they're going to go a mile and a 16th on the turf course here. These are 40 non-twos. I'm going to go to the two super cute who's going to take the blinkers off today. I think this could be an early exotic single in your early pick five, or maybe you play a pick four that starts in this third race. Um, the dam of this one was 0 for 3 in the grass, but was stakes place. So I think there's a little more turf than it seems at first glance. You get Clement, who's making all the right moves. Irad jumps aboard. And this Philly exits a loaded race. There were a couple next out winners that day. The fourth place finisher was Four Grand, who has won back-to-back graded stakes races. There are tons of turf works for a hot barn. I like Super Cute as an early exotic single there. The number two, Super Cute in race number three. Let's turn to race number four there. I thought this was a really strong maiden special weight group. They're going to go a mile and an eighth in here. The one uh, hometown could improve. First line is actually going to be my top selection. Lucky Asset has a couple runner-up efforts. Then you get the entry for uh, for Pletcher and Shadowell of Ashhar and Ashiam, who's Ashiam has been a three-time beaten favorite. Ashhar comes out of a, a nice strong race behind next out winning Creed. You have even Zuzu Dini, who's been beaten a neck at the maiden special weight level. Nothing wrong with what Vikeridge did. So yeah, you can you know you can look at this race and think it's pretty strong. I'm going to go to the three. First line in here I'll make a win wager At anything around 9-2 to two. The plan for him Has got to be Send hard They're going a mile And an eighth Where's the speed Coming from Ashar was Close-ish Early last time out But he's not exactly A speed demon Ashim's not really quick Hometown Maybe stretching out They'll just get aggressive With hometown uh, Zuzudini hasn't shown A whole lot of speed Vikeridge hasn't really Shown a whole lot of speed I think it's got to be First line who was only a couple lengths off in a sprint Going six furlongs And he's been pretty close up in all three And it seems like they've gotten a couple works in Pretty quick for him I feel like that's gotta be the game plan with him Send this guy hard Try to open up on this field And try to take them as far as he can That is first line The number three in race number four. First line We'll make a win wager if we can get anything around Nine to two Let's get you to uh, the, the fifth race is the day at the spa Generally when I skip races it's because I just think they're chalky Or I don't have a really strong opinion So that's the case for the fifth for me um, Let's get to race number six And let's take a look at the two Lone Rock Who exit some really tough races Those races behind Fearless, Top Seed, Gun It The endorsed Banquet races at Oaklawn Those were really strong um, You see Shang was uh, Lone Sailor Shang came out of that race to win next time out Lone Rock has been in the Mott Barn before And is going to come back to the Mott Barn now Mott is going to shorten him up The only two times Lone Rock has been short He's been 5.5 furlongs in his debut And he went 7 furlongs once Everything else has been long I think this 6.5 furlong trip At a track like Saratoga Where it gets deep and tiring late I think it will play well for Lone Rock You get some pace with Pete's play call You get some pace with Reed Con. You get some pace... With Topper T who shouldn't be too far out of it You get some pace with Clench You get some fresh pace with the big fundamental Who's likely going to be close I think there's enough speed to set it up For Lone Rock to come rolling late I'm going to make a win wager if he's anything around 5-1 to one. I think he's a, a, a good horse to include In your late pick 5 Or in any of the exotics you're playing there On your Wednesday Saratoga Let's go to race number 7 And I'm going to go to the number 9 in here And that is Ghoul So just you know, his best is right there, and he showed his best towards the end of the year at Santa Anita last year, going five and a half furlongs, and then in the stakes race at the beginning of the year when he was second behind a hey, little Milo, and uh, he was DQ'd that day and placed fifth, but he he still ran well. 
Then he goes over to Saudi Arabia, and I, you know, when horses travel, they go to Dubai, they go to Saudi Arabia, they go out of the country. Many horses deal with it differently. I think it's just taken Ghoul a little bit to get back to normal, to get back to his top form. The May 29th race, he didn't run that well. He just was never in it. But he came back on June the 27th. He took a little step forward. He's shown some improvement behind a horse named Well Abled, who can absolutely fly. That runner-up that day, Just Might, he came back and he was only beaten a couple lengths in the Shaker Town against Graded Stakes Company. So that was a tough race that Ghoul came out of. And I think both of the last two races, Leinster actually won that race that day. So Leinster, well-abled, they've been very live. Ghoul coming out of some better races. One more step forward puts him right back to competing with the best in here. Let's make Ghoul our top selection. We'll make a win wager at anything around 6-1 to one on the number 9 Ghoul, make sure to use him in all of your Exotics Let's get to race number 9 No real strong opinion in race number 8 For me, so I'm going to head to the ninth. There are 3 horses I'd probably use If you're playing late Exotics And the horses I'm going to you know, build My Exotics around Devamani feels like the one to beat I, I'm cutting back a little bit I have some concern, he's gotten up This short, but he should be rolling late He was just in a little bit too tough Last time out and this is a good spot for Devamani. But I think Just Howard, this grade three winner, might have just been a tad too tough last time out, too. He was only beaten a couple lengths. He's now going to go third start off the long layoff. This is a, a this is a drop in class for him in here. And he doesn't have to be as far back as he's been in his last couple. He can sit a little bit closer. I'm not talking about on the lead, but he doesn't have to be eight, nine, ten lengths out of it. So give Just Howard a look in here. I'll also, you know, give a look to Devamani and breaking the rules would be the other one. So it would be four, eight, seven for me. But the four, Just Howard, you know, we'll make a win wager if we can get five to one or so, and we'll use four, eight, seven in the exotics there at Saratoga on Wednesday. So, quick re- review of some of the Wednesday Saratoga thoughts. In the third race, the number two, Super Cute, will be an early exotic single. In the fourth race, the number three, First Line, will make a win wager if we can get around 9-2, to two, and we'll also use in the exotics. In the sixth, the number two, Lone Rock, anything around 5-1, to one, let's make a win wager. The seventh race, the number nine, Ghoul, anything around 6-1, to one, we'll make a win wager. And in the ninth race, we'll use the number four, Just Howard. Anything around five to one, we'll make a win wager. And we'll use in the exotics along with the eight, Devamani, and the seven, breaking the rules. That is your Wednesday over at Saratoga. One of the sponsors of That's What G Said podcast is Cindy Carava, full-service realtor. And I am here over in Glendora at Coldwell Banker with Cindy Carava. Cindy, how was 2019 for you? Tell us uh, a little bit about what uh, what kind of stuff you were working on. Hi, Gino. Thanks for having me. Uh, 2019 was just really great. Uh, I had a great year uh, selling homes all the way from Altadena, Arcadia, Monrovia, out to Upland and Ontario just recently. Um, the market has, has been uh, really good. Um, we're looking forward to 2020 with an increase in home prices about 5.8% this year, opposed to last year where it was a little softer. We saw uh, more like homes averaging about 3.5% in increase in value. Um, it's also looking great for buyers. Uh, the interest rates right now are gonna be staying under 4%. So if you've been on the fence about thinking about buying a home, now is the time to do so with interest rates still staying low. And you offer more services than just the buying, selling, and leasing homes. Tell us about some of the other services that you offer and what a full-service realtor really is. 
So you're right, Gino, besides me being uh, a full service realtor of uh, finding properties for my clients to buy or selling their homes or finding rentals for them, um, I also have a plethora of resources like uh, handyman, contractors, electricians, plumbers. Uh, I even, if, like I said, if you're thinking about getting a home loan, I actually work with two great lenders that I can recommend to anybody. And you're all over the internet, social media, websites. Let us know some of the places where we can find you. I know I've seen some reviews on Yelp and on Zillow. They, everyone always has positive things to say. Everybody hears me raving about you all the time. But where can uh, everyone else find out information about you or contact? Thank you, Gino. Yeah, I am on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, and uh, you can contact me on my website, which is www.cindycarava.com or my email, which is cindyc.realtor at gmail.com, or feel free to call or text me on my cell phone, which is 626-394-6400. Cindy is awesome. She's one of the kindest and most genuine people I've ever met. I promise you, you will enjoy every minute you interact with her. So thank you very much, Cindy. Uh, Appreciate all of your support from That's What She Said podcast. Thank you, Gino. Have a great day, everyone. Let's get you over to Canterbury for Wednesday. That low takeout pick five. We'll talk about the Wednesday takeout, uh, the Wednesday pick five, and then we'll talk about the uh, the Thursday pick five also. So on Wednesday, July the 29th, get those past performances out. That pick five begins in race number five with the MTA style in auction. Six and a half furlongs, the distance. There is not a ton of speed in this race. The one little ninja is going to go third off the bench. It's going to hook a field without a ton of other speed. The blinks on with the inside draw. I think the game plan for him for him has to be go. Send as hard as you can from the inside and try to steal this race. I'm going to make the one little ninja my top selection. The six he's smoking now, I think you have to use in all of uh, your exotics. He's the one to beat. He is by far coming out of the best races at Gulfstream and at Tampa prior to that. So he really feels... Like he sort of towers over the field. I'm just a little worried that there's not enough speed and he might get caught a, a little far back and come running for second or third, but but he's the one to beat. So I'm using one six and all the exotics. I'll throw the four in. My name is Prince on a couple different tickets who had some trouble on July the 1st, stumbled, pumped around, but then came closing very nicely and has come closing in both starts. So I think he's got some ability and he he wouldn't be a complete shock in this spot, but he does hook some other winners and he's a maiden who's you know facing a horse like he's smoking now who's a three-time winner. One six, one four, uh, one six and one six four for me in, a, in Canterbury's fifth race. Let's get to race number six over at Canterbury. And they'll be going a mile on the turf course here. Maiden special weights. I'm going to start with the two JP Warrior. And this is a horse who I'm going to single on a, on a couple different tickets. He went a mile on the turf last time out at, at Canterbury against Drama Chorus. And he had to wait inside when he was moving really well. And Drama Chorus got clear run on the outside. And then JP Warrior angles around and in between. He comes on again. It wasn't the greatest ride in the world. Hopefully, Beeler's fi- has you know figured him out uh, a little bit. He's been aboard a couple times. So, JP Warrior, the top selection, and a single on some exotics for me. The three drama chorus who just missed and has every right to improve. Second time on the turf, right back. I just thought JP Warrior had a little more trouble out of that very same race. The one sweet medicine. The dam was over three on the turf, but with stakes placed, and there is a little turf. Breeding here with the inside draw And some speed you'd expect sweet medicine To be close throughout 
The other that I look at would be the 7 Mark and Greeley Who comes out of that live run tech race In the debut And then last out um, was behind one a perfect day Who also, you know, who came back to, to win And that was the horse who beat him Who outfinished him in his debut So he comes out of a couple solid races Even though they were made in 25 and made in 16 And this is made in special weight I don't think it's that Huge of a, a class hike I could see Mark and Greeley With one more step forward being right there So I have this race pe- pegged 2, 3, 1, 7 I'll single the 2 on a couple tickets And I'll use the others uh, on the, on 1 or 2 Let's get to race number 7 And I'm going to use uh, The the 3 is going to be my top selection Big Man Bob He was behind grade 2 winner Wells Bayou Next out winning something natural And he broke well And he just got hooked 4 wide in the slop against Tougher It's just not an easy trip He was a debut winner at Hawthorne There's some ability with him Now he hasn't raced since January But he's going to be going six and a half furlongs And I think that's actually a good trip for him It just might be a little bit much to ask off the bench So I'll use the three Have him as my top selection I do think the four salutes him with the speed Has the opportunity to take this field gate to wire And just steal the race So it's going to be three, four And then third selection will be the two hard to park Who I will use in a couple of different spots I like this turn back for hard to park Who sort of flattens out a little bit late I think there'll be a a more punch For a horse who has shown some middle moves So I'm going to use three, four, two I'll use three, four on a couple tickets But two, three, four on most of them In race number seven we move along to race number 8 I'm going to make the 7 my top selection in here Heat Flash, and Heat Flash is going to be a single On one ticket for me, getting a big Jock upgrade for Carl Broberg You're going to get a drop in class here This guy was hooked 3-4 wide into the turn He loomed up into contention early in the stretch And then he faded It was better than it looks on paper And it was against better Heat Flash, my top selection And a horse who I will single on a couple different pick 5 tickets Underneath Heat Flash or on the tickets where I'm not singling I'll use the 3, Great Sky Who is getting back to the grass And that should really perk this guy up The number 5, Outrun the Posse I don't really have any knocks on him Off of his back-to-back runner-up efforts I just... Think Heat Flash on the drop versus outrun the posse, uh, outrun the posse stepping up in class, and then buy me a bond. Did he wake up last time out? He just missed. He came rolling. This is a horse who has some back class, who's faced some better. He has some strong races, plenty of races capable of winning a group against a group like this, and he's a 17-time winner. He just hasn't always been at his best at Canterbury. Maybe he woke up last time out, and he can be a, you know, a logical contender if that's the case. So 7 is a single on one spot And then 3, 5, 7, and 8 7, 3, 5, 8 In that order on other tickets To close things out in race number 9 I'm going to look to The 5, Runaway Flash As the one to beat I, I do think coming off of that win last time out His other His poor performances are just against a lot tougher And he dropped in against the Minnesota Bread 7500s And he won pretty easily that day as the heavy favorite He comes right back This is a great spot for him with Arietta aboard I thought the two Breezy Prado The dirt races have all been short He's never got an opportunity to go long on the dirt I think he's worth it Getting class relief, going long on on the dirt Give him a shot in here to run them all down late Breeze E Prado So I have two five as the top tier The three Brandy Chaser would be the next one I'm okay with going 2-5 in some spots But I will use Brandy Chaser Who He's just going to be in the mix throughout He's got some speed And this is not the strongest race in the world It's got to be honest The 7 would be If I'm going a little bit deeper That's got a little captain Who 
Got the the prep race out of the way Came off the bench, hadn't raced from September to July 13th Just did not run that well And now is going to stretch out Total question mark on the stretch out For connections that have not been winning a lot of races But you should get a good price there And then the 4 would be the other one Rajah's Appeal, who's uh, who's stretching out So I have this 5-2-3-7-4 At Canterbury In race number 9 The horses who I would make sure to use On your exotics In the 5th race Little Ninja, the one from the inside with the speed In the 6th race, the number 2 JP Warrior In the 8th race, the number 7 Heat Flash Those are the 3 that I like the most in the sequence Here's a couple tickets that I I would think about playing So I'd play one where I would go all right off the bat With single the 2, with 2-3-4, with 3-5-7, with 2-3-5 I'd play another ticket where I would go 1-6 with 1-2-3-7 With 3-4, with 3-5-7-8 with 2-5 I'd play a different ticket Where we went 1-6 With 2 singled With all With 7 With all So see what I'm doing there is Singling JP Warrior Singling Heat Flash Just going too deep to start And then I'm using all In the other two races So I just want to make sure If the opinion is right And those horses hit That we have a very good chance Of, uh, of hitting this pick 5 At Canterbury on Wednesday I want to talk a little bit about one of the sponsors of this show That's what G said And that is Old Smoke Clothing You can follow them online on social media At Old Smoke Co But go to their website OldSmokeClothing.com If you are a fan of horse racing You need some more horse racing swag T-shirts, hats, hoodies, jackets, zip-ups All sorts of things Are you a fan of Midnight Bisu? Midnight Bisu is running this weekend, just a few days. She's one of the best horses in training. They have Midnight Bisu hats. They have Midnight Bisu t-shirts with all sorts of different phrases, her name, pictures on them. They've got hoodies on there too. You can check out Midnight Bisu. Maybe you're a fan of Tis the Law. There's a t-shirt on there now. Health and history and horses and Tis the Law. There are customized shops, and if you use the promo code G-I-N-O, you will get free shipping. So if you are thinking about it, you got a little incentive. You don't have to pay for shipping. Get in there, check out these quality, quality t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, hoodies, jackets, you name it. They got tons of horse racing stuff over at Old Smoke Clothing. Make sure to use that promo code G-I-N-O. It'll get you free shipping there OldSmokeClothing.com Show that horse racing fan in you This is a great gift for someone All the big horse names Names of slogans, names of big races Race tracks, give it a look OldSmokeClothing.com Promo code G-I-N-O Saratoga Thursday Got thoughts on most of the card here First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, eighth, and ninth We'll give you some thoughts for Saratoga So Uh, Get those past performances out for Thursday, July the 30th In race number one, uh, I'm going to go to the number seven Little Red Frog in here Mike Maker, Irad Ortiz Jr. is aboard This one's going to be stretching out from seven furlongs to the mile in the 16th In in her last start, she was sixth, seventh early She was inside, she was in between horses She was four lengths off She had to angle around three wide And then then was four wide early in the stretch She had a sustained rally She's kind of grindy And now she's stretching out to a mile in the 16th She's going to be sitting closer with the blinkers on The 7 Little Red Frog Of course I'll be making a win wager on If we get around 3-1 to Make sure to include that one in all of those early exotics Let's go to race number 2 For Thursday, July the 30th I'm looking at the, the number 6 in here Majestic View So showed good speed in his debut He was close up early Going uh, 6 furlongs 
On the slop against Maiden Special Weights He pressed just off the leader by a length He was in the two path He loomed up in between horses And then he faded in the slop He was on even terms with the leader I thought it was a good effort He showed good speed, a little bit of a bid And then fades Second career start, tries the grass Again showed that speed From the outside, got up to press and battled And faded Now you're going to get the drop in class I don't think there's tons of other speed in here. The horse who he was one of the horses who he was behind, more like it, just came back to win a New York bred maiden special weight next out. So it's a live race. Give me the six. Majestic view. If we get anything around four to one, we'll make a win wager. Make sure to include him in all of those early exotics. The third race, I'm gonna go to the number one, Beach Dreaming. Beach Dreaming had a slow start last time out. He got hooked about three, four deep towards the rear, but he's only about three lengths off. He's really wide all the way around in a short field, which is not an easy trip. She is honest. She might be in a little bit tough here, but she's consistent. She should save all the ground in here. She's going to go second start, start off of a, a short break for the new connections who have already won a couple races at the meeting. Give me the one, Beach Dreaming. Anything around four to one. We'll make a uh, win wager on Beach Dreaming, five-year-old mare who's going to try to save ground from the inside. Let's get you to race number four. And uh, we're going to go Rhonda in here with Rousey, the four-year-old filly. She just faced better on the turf last time out. She faced 40 non-twos, now she and she wasn't beaten a whole lot. Now she drops back into 25 non-two on the dirt. She should get a perfect trip in here. It looks like Jaws Malibu has some speed It looks like Our Lady of Loretto has some speed Charlotte Webley has some speed They're all likely to be up close And that should set up perfectly For Rousey to sit a few lengths off I think Rousey is a must use I would not be against singling Rousey In the early exotics If we get for around 5-2 to two, We're going to make a win wager on Rousey In race number 5 I'm going to go to the number 2 opt we're going to be going a mile and a 16th in here Optional 40, non-2, these are New York breads And Opt Was just making his first start From November to June And he ran really well when finishing third that day He was squeezed back at the start He got shuffled back on the inside to last He was 7th, he was about 5 lengths off He was chasing lone speed And he was forced 5-6 wide at the top of the lane And he got going late He just missed going by his rival Rinaldi And I think with that race under his belt he, he'll he just be a better in here I think he has the opportunity to beat Rinaldi If Rinaldi gets caught up a little too close With a, a speed horse like Yankee Division Right next door I'm going to go with Opt Anything around 2-1 to one on Opt seems fair This is another one who I would be okay with Singling in some of the late exotics If you prefer Opt to uh, you know to Rousey or, or one of the others But I'd be okay in the 4th or the 5th With keying in, singling on the 5, singling in on the 2 And we'll make a win wager on Opt If it's uh, anything over 2-1 to one. We go to race number six, and I'm gonna look at the the number five. And I miss you like the deserts miss the rain. More mango, no mango for you. Blinkers on, mango. You gotta remember Chris Kattan on Saturday Night Live. Mango, she tried maiden special weights in her debut at Tampa, going long on the grass. She was okay that day. She was fifth in the field of ten. It wasn't bad. The race has come back productive so far. Not a bad effort. She shows back up a couple months later in June. And she drops in for 40 at Belmont She's in tight, trying to get off the rail She's in 5th 
about a couple, two, three lengths off the pace in between horses. She comes running, but she couldn't get to Ocean Fire, who, and she was within a length of Ocean Fire early in the stretch. She tires late. Now, my uh, maker claims you pick up uh, Ortiz. Blinks come on. I think there's plenty of positives for more. Mango, anything around 3-1 to one is worthy of a win wager More Mango, top selection in race number 6 That is the number 5 We move on to race number 8 So I'm going to skip the 7th, no real opinion there In the 8th race, the 8 is just really sharp right now Barrel of Destiny I have a tough time not using this mare in, in all of the exotics She's looking for her 4th win in a row She's She showed a little bit of improvement for the new barn And if she shows any more That just puts her right on the wire She won first off the claim for Maker She's going to be close throughout in here Barrel of Destiny Should be really tough In race number 8 Anything around 5-2 to two Feels like uh, worthy of a win wager And then in the 9th the race this isn't a horse I'll bet to win But if you want to play late exotics The the four Amundsen This is a single for me One to catch Not a lot of other speed in here Looks like Lone Speed has been facing open company In the last couple starts And what races are, are probably better than this And last time in a spot like this Was back in February And wired a group Amundsen looks like the one to catch and beat In race number 9 So let's roll through the Saratoga Thursday card one more time The first race, the number 7, Little Red Frog At around 3-1 to one. The second race, the number 6, Majestic View At around 4-1 to one. The third race, the number 1, Beach Dreaming At around 4-1 to one. In the fourth, the number 5, Rousey Anything around 5-2 to two feels fair The fifth race, the number 2, Op Anything around 2-1 to one feels fair on Opt And in the sixth race, the number 5, more Mango Anything around 3-1 to one feels like the value line on that one In the eighth, it's the number 8, Barrel of Destiny That value line is 5-2 to two. And then in the ninth, Amundsen More like a late exotics single there That is Saratoga for Thursday Talk about one of the long-time sponsors of That's What G Says Our friends over at Sarah Candle Company The website sarahcandles.com C-E-R-A candles.com If you ever want to you know, figure out the best way to support That's What G Said It's by supporting our sponsors And when you go to sarahcandles.com And you check out Sarah Candle Company This is a company who wants to bring clean, burning, beautifully fragrant soy wax candles to your home They use 100% soy wax They have eliminated toxins, carcinogens, and and pollutants that are present in the paraffin wax candles Which are the, the wax that a lot of the leading candle brands use This means you can enjoy your candles guilt-free And it also means the candles are less likely to provoke allergies Soy wax candles also burn up to 30-50% to 50% longer than the paraffin wax candles Which means you get more bang for your buck Candles are clean, incredibly fragrant, and they last longer than your average candle. This is a small business, someone's that uh, someone that I personally know. I've grown up with my whole life. These people are good people. They love helping out, and they just want to give you the best candle that you've ever had. Use that promo code Gino G I N O. It helps me out a lot. It gets ten percent off your purchase too. Promo code G I N O. Absolutely love these candles They come in three different sizes They have uh, around 25 different scents for you And we're going to have Tyler Herringer The uh, the head honcho, the CEO of Sarah Candles Back on to, to talk with us next week He's a big Dodger fan So we're going to talk some Dodgers Don't forget, sarahcandles.com It's a great gift for someone If you just want to make your house smelling fresh Smelling clean Give them a look Next time you buy candles I am from sarahcandles.com And use that promo code G-I-N-O Let's talk some Canterbury Thursday and that late pick five Remember just 10% takeout What does that mean? You hear me talk about low takeout? Well a lot of the bets that we play at racetracks Are 20, 
22, 25% takeout. So if you can put some of your bankroll into a, a 15, 12, like Sam Houston is in a lot of their exotics, 10, like Canterbury is in their pick five with their takeout, you get more money back when you win. The same pick five that you play somewhere else, at Can- that you play at Canterbury, is going to give you a ton more money. So let's get you to race number five and let's kick things off in the pick five here with. Um, I'm going I'm to use the two, Sandy Sangria, who's stretching back out, and I think it's going to be right on the lead, probably the one to catch in here. The number six, Viva Forever, whose last couple races, pretty consistent in some of the better races, now gets back to the dirt after the couple races on the grass, really likes this trip. Going to be the, the four, fairly honest, also on the ticket, coming off of a win last time out. And we'll use the three. She might tell. I'm okay with taking a shot against the Oklahoma bred, the number five, Kina, who's done a lot of her best work against state breads. So I'm going to use the two, the six, the four, and the three in that order in race number five to kick off the late pick five. In race number six, we'll start with the number five in here, who's kind of a, a, a long shot and one we'll take a little swing with. Take Letter Maria, this filly whose first turf race in her career was solid. She was second in a maiden special weight, going five furlongs at Indy. The, the next two races we saw, one was at Fairgrounds in a, in a 30 claimer against Tougher, and the other was right here at Canterbury back in June of 2019 in a race where the horse was stumbled and vanned off and she never got an opportunity. She doesn't have a couple great races, but she's stretching back out. I think there's just something there. I, I feel like she's got a little bit of turf ability in a race where Nobody scares you There's no monsters in here at all I'm going to use the 5 in all the exotics I'm going to make this one my top selection But I don't It's not like a horse I'm going to be singling I'm just going to be using the 5 Along with the logicals of the the 6 Katarina Iano Who's coming off of the the win last time out Was just sitting very close throughout The 7 Dusty Princess Who's going to be tough And the 4 here City Kitty Those are super logical Here City Kitty If she had a race under her belt and hadn't been off since September I would think about maybe singling her But I think this is more of a wide open race So we'll use the, the 5, 6, 4, and 7 In race number 6 Let's move to race number 7 At Canterbury There are two horses I'm looking at um, I'm If you don't want to go too too deep Or you can't afford to go th- deep as deep as I'm going to play a pick 5 and double up here The three would be a horse I single I just think Throw Off the Gloves is going to sit a great, great trip in here There's a couple other speeds I'd imagine the one Logan's Leopard goes From the rail I think the two Astonishing Tweet's going to be really, really close The four isn't exactly slow I would love to see Drop the Gloves sit right behind them And uh, and then the five Marengo Tango They're trying to figure out where he fits This is a nine-year-old who's only raced seven times But he's a three-time winner He's still got a little bit of upside He had a wide trip He just never got in the mix last time out And now he's going to drop from the ten beaten claimers To the five beaten claiming level This is going to be a much better spot for him If he's got anything He still has the most upside Even as a lightly raced nine-year-old So I'll use the three and the five With a slight lean towards the three Who should be able to sit maybe maybe a little bit closer Than Marengo Tango in here He's got more speed though than he showed last time out. I'm hoping they're both sitting maybe in that third, fourth um, section. Let's get to race number eight at Canterbury. Seven and a half furlongs the, the distance in here. I'm going to use the one Minnesota Miracle. I'm hoping they get aggressive. There's not a ton of speed in here. Mr. Shook has a little bit right next door, so I'm, I'm hoping that Minnesota Miracle tries to send. Maybe Mr. Shook right next door shows that speed, and they're going to be sitting close. 
Exprompt was buried inside Then got a, a nice opening And I thought ran really well to finish third that day She loomed up, She or he loomed up He probably you know needed the race He hadn't raced since November He should be a little sharper late in here And the four Irish Major is the other So those are the horses that are coming out of that July 9th race They were chasing Lone Speed and Skippy Strike I think this will be a much better spot for those horses To sit trips and maybe to get better winning type trips Than they were able to get in that July 9th race one, two, four, and five in race number eight. To close things out in race number nine, we'll be using three. The number six, Sir Zebo. He's the only horse in here who has some decent races going long. We don't know if anybody else in here at all wants to even go long. So I think you have to use the six, Sir Zebo. He's stretching back out. He's going to go third off the long layoff. And hopefully he'll he can pick them up late. He doesn't have any speed, but when a lot of these horses will be getting short, that shouldn't be the problem for Sir Zebo. The number four, JJ's Wildcat, is the one to catch. He's stretching out from five and a half. He was a runner up in his debut, but he has the speed. He's probably the quickest in here. And then the two gone cruising just missed back to back runner up efforts has been the beaten favorite at the level going six going six and a half now stretches out to the mile little improvement doesn't even have to improve really to beat this group just kind of has to fall into it so it's going to be two four six in race number nine at Canterbury so for me the way this pick five will be starting in race number five two three four six with four five six seven with three five if you want to single the three there go ahead. With one, two, four, five, with two, four, six. That is Thursday over at Canterbury. Some quick NBA news before we close this episode out. So remember, the actual NBA restart of the season is on Thursday. There are a couple games on Thursday, and then after that, you're gonna have I think five, six, or seven. You know, I think between four and seven games um, each of the days. Remember, every team has eight games that remain. Let's go through some of the news um, in the in the NBA. Uh, Rockets guard Eric Gordon could be out to a couple weeks. He had an ankle injury on Tuesday in the final scrimmage for the Rockets. So they'll they'll get a better idea on on Wednesday. He's a big a part for them, especially because the Rockets don't go very deep into their rotation. They go small. They need to spread it out. Even though he hasn't had the best year. But he still helps them spread it out. He's been there before. He's played in a lot of big games. He's had a lot of big threes. Pelicans, Jazz, they're going to kick it off. They're the first game back on Thursday. They're discussing plans um, to do some sort of a protest before the first game on Thursday. So we'll see what they, they plan to do. This is what a lot of the NBA players are going to do. They're going to use their platform. They felt like some players that... We're talking about maybe not returning Felt like it would be better to use the platform To talk about message that they That they wanted to get behind Or or maybe um, a, a cause that they were uh, They felt strongly about The Clippers are They're going to be fine They're in a good spot And they'll likely still finish as the two seed But they're, they've, they've had a lot of Their players Have some issues so like the same can be said for the Lakers. They've had a couple of uh, uh, issues also with uh, Avery Bradley not going to be returning. Rondo's hurt. They were able to fill fill those spots in with J.R. Smith and then Deion Waiters, who they added earlier in the year, but he hadn't played. It was they added him right before the season was uh, stopped. So Montre- Montrez Harrell has not returned to the NBA bubble. 
He's expected to miss their restart opener against the Lakers on Thursday. The Clippers will be without Lou Williams, who had to leave for uh, a funeral, and Lou came back, so he's in the middle of his quarantine. Beverly, Patrick Beverly, came back on Sunday, and then he went into quarantine. He also had to leave for an excused family emergency. Beverly is a maybe, they said, for the opening game against the Lakers. It, this game doesn't matter. The Clippers are in the playoffs. The Lakers are in the playoffs. It's not like it matters who wins this game against the Lakers and the Clippers. It's just for the Clippers, they want to get these guys back, That some of them that have missed, get an opportunity in these last eight games to get their rotation set before going into playoffs. You just you want to be as, as set as possible. So... We don't know what a lot of these reasons are. They said they were excused family absences. We know that Lou Williams had a, had a funeral that he was attending, and so not not the, the the best thing for the LA teams. They they are the Clippers are supposed to have a Zubac and Shamit back. They were missing for a while too. So for a little bit, you're thinking Zubac, Shamit, Beverly, and Harrell, and Ear Lou Williams So now you go, wow There were just a lot of players that were n- Not there with the Clippers team Players that are big big pieces of their team The NBA is already talking about The following season And if they have to play in a bubble They're already starting to prepare And plan for that being the case And what they would do If they have to maybe make up For some of the lost revenue without fans Because they're not sure And they're Remember, this is going to be a quick turnaround now for the NBA. They're going to finish the season, and they're probably going to have two months off and be right back in it. Who knows? Middle middle to end of October, and you're going to be right back in it come Christmas time. So I'm sure they'll try to push it back as far as possible. But it might have to be a situation where there's shortened season again in the bubble if this thing works out well for the NBA and they're able to get through this without any major issues. We're seeing some of the issues with baseball outside of the bubble. What is football going to do as they start to try to ramp things up? So the NBA begins on Thursday. I am really excited. Like all things, I hope that Everybody is safe and continually safe in these attempts to get all the sports back. That is the key. We, we love sports. I cover sports here. I'm going to keep continuing to cover them and hope that everybody stays safe out there because I love being able to watch a watch a baseball game and a, and a basketball game. And you know, fingers crossed. Hopefully, football can do their best and and have protocols put in and, and make things as safe for the players as possible. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in again to another episode of That's What G Said. We will be back in a few days. We'll give you some weekend racing. We'll have a, an old wrestling recap, and we'll talk about what's uh, what's happened in the opening night of basketball, what's been going on in the last few days in the world of baseball. Everyone stay safe out there. Thanks again. Make sure to subscribe, download, rate, and review where you can. Share the show around with your friends. We close things out. With Joey Cleveland and that's what G said theme song.